Hi, hello, welcome. My name is Amelia and this is the Somewhere Under a Brown Roof podcast. Right. So I just have been thinking about how strange it is that literally we communicate as humans through a bunch of sounds. Um, If I make some sounds and you know those sounds and you understand those sounds and you also know how to make those sounds we can communicate but if we meet someone who does not know those sounds who has never heard those sounds and who just doesn't get why we're making those sounds we're not going to be able to communicate with that person and i think it's so weird that that's basically just what language is language is basically just us making sounds as humans and yeah that's what i was thinking about and so that's basically why I wanted to do this topic in this episode today about languages. So I did some research and I actually found out that about 7,139 languages are spoken in the world today. And that number is actually constantly changing. Even when I was doing research, I found one website that says 6,500. I found another that says 7,100. And this was the most recent one I found. So if you check that, it might have become like the number might have increased that number is constantly changing because as a global society we're finding out about more and more languages every day and apart from that even the languages themselves are constantly changing i mean if we look at the english we speak today it's definitely not the english that was being spoken in the 80s or the 60s this is a different kind of english and you know languages are alive they're dynamic they're shaped by our experiences as people and they're shaped by just the experiences that we go through and the world that we live in and our world changes so quickly and so obviously our languages will change as well and i also found out that roughly 40 percent of languages are now endangered um because they only have 1000 speakers remaining which is really really interesting because i mean who would have thought languages would be able to go extinct right but i think with the popularity of certain languages mostly european languages it's easy to see how some other people's languages are going extinct because I mean no one really speaks it with them so why not just learn English so you can communicate with the world and even though there are over 7,000 languages being spoken today about 23 languages account for half the world population meaning just 23 languages are spoken by half of the world's population and then the remaining 7,000 and something something are spoken by the other half so I did some more research and um, the most popular languages in the world are actually in no particular order are English, Mandarin which is a dialect of Chinese, Hindi, Spanish, French, Arabic, Bengali, Russian, Portuguese and Indonesian which is like I mean we can understand a lot of them because those are the colonizer languages but those Asian languages are mostly because of the country's population. So it's not really like they have that many non-native speakers. It's not like everybody's trying to learn that. It's just because they have so many people in their country that speak that. And that got me thinking, in Nigeria, can we really boast of so many native speakers speaking our national languages? I mean, we have over 525 spoken languages in Nigeria. And there are probably so many that have gone extinct just because I think there's a, like, a Nigerian culture where you can just push your own culture aside and accept foreign culture, accept Western culture because I mean that's what Nigerians do a lot of times. Obviously, I mean it's not, I can't, can I really say it's our fault? I mean I think 
our generation my generation start to wake up and see like the western world isn't all that great and we need to start doing things to ourselves or else they'll continue taking us like mumu for the rest of our lives and nobody wants to be a mumu for all their life um but out of those over 525 languages Hausa is actually the most widely spoken according to statistics because they have the highest population in Nigeria according to statistics and then after that you have Igbo and then you have Yoruba there's Fulfuli, Fulfuli, I, think, I don't know if I said that right, but there's Fulfuli, there's Kanuri, there's Ijo, there's Pidgin English and there's Tia and if you actually look at it, how many Nigerians are age actually speak their own languages I, I've always thought that it's very important to not speak your own language because I mean like who's going to speak your language? Your language is part of your culture and I feel like once you throw your language away you're not part of that culture. I mean when you look at people who I'm just going to use Nigerian as an example and I'm going to use more Yoruba as an example because I'm Yoruba and that's my experience. I'm not trying to exclude anybody but I can only talk about what I know about and I'm sure people will be more offended if I try to speak about what I don't know about rather than just speaking about what I know about if that makes any sense so I'm going to speak about what I know about and if I if you listening feel like oh yeah I can apply that to myself then that's great so when I was younger I used to speak Yoruba you know like all that Yoruba that small children used to say like we don't know and like Mufet Jiao like all the small small Yoruba and also I can say that and I guess with the kind of family that I had, my nuclear family now I'm talking about, it was like, oh you're not kind of speak Yoruba, that's so cute. That's like you know, based on my background. Let me leave it like that. Let me just say based on my background. It was very like astonishing when I would speak Yoruba, my siblings and I would speak Yoruba. I was like, oh look at me. And then growing up, uh, I have an English first name obviously. Yoruba names but as the firstborn, I have like 20 Yoruba names given to me by members of my family. So, you know, I have a lot of Yoruba names to choose from if I ever needed to. Well, what was I saying just now? Okay, yeah. <laughs> so, growing up, I used to, you know, like kind of look down. Well, I call it look down. For, like, for lack of a better phrase, let me say look down. I used to like look at people who had Nigerian first names and like, ah. Oh, that's so gross, like real scary. But growing up, I was just, I used to wish so bad that I had a Nigerian Like when I now go older, I was in secondary school. So it's actually so nice to just have like a first name, a last name, and have an English first name that literally nobody can pronounce. Literally, everybody pronounces it wrong. No one knows how to spell it. Yes, I have lecturers who, after almost four years ago, don't know how to pronounce or spell my name, which is so rude because are you joking and my name is so simple to like, understand and spell and pronounce but it's fine that's what we're talking about right now i'm still going to brand about that one later on <laughs> but yeah i just think like a lot of nigerians don't take the fact that we need to speak our own language seriously and then you'll see like they're nigerians but like they're not native nigerians they're like like Germans born in Nigeria, Russians born, raised in Nigeria, or maybe like the family when they were younger and they, they only know Nigeria. 
you know, say speaking yoga, speaking people speaking Hausa, and then you make them go viral online and just be like, oh, my book can speak our language. Like, what about you? Why are you so happy that someone comes from outside to speak your own language and you can't just speak your own? The problem is so deep that literally Nigerians will stay in a situation where they do not understand half of what is going only because they don't want to be seen as illiterate. So they are in a gathering, there are other sessions available in other languages, you are in a gathering and then speaking English. And because you don't want your friends to say, ah, you know if you speak English, you have to understand, you're serving English, so that you stay in the English place and you have no idea what's going on and you don't understand, like, you're only hurting yourself. But there are obviously like other reasons why people choose maybe but I say choose because again like I said before I can't speak for what I don't know about. For me it was a thing of like so-called status like oh, I can't be speaking Yoruba like that's new, you know, that's whatever. But I think as I grew up and the whole like heritage matter really like took off and I was definitely I really want to know how to speak my language that is a major thing I want to learn how to do and so you know I started really learning because when I was first learning other languages on my own the thing was like it was so like it was just like an awakening moment for me like learn your own before you go and learn somebody else especially as these people don't even read you at all like you can literally speak the language of these Europeans and <laughs> they're not going to reach you at the end of the day you're still African so who could speak your language and you have to you to that you can hold you get that was my reason and then another factor I think was that when I was younger I actually used to admire people who could speak both English and the native language so in my case Yoruba very well um, I would also see people like like Lebanese or Indian people who could speak Arabic, who could speak Hindi and still speak English well and it was like a flex like so what's big in the person that can speak only one language? Being bilingual or being multilingual is a serious flex like research has even shown it makes like your brain think better um, apart from even like the sciencey stuff, it literally connects to your heritage. But for someone like me who knows where I come from, like why am I trying to deny it? Like I'm only lying to myself. Do you get that? Like I know Anuva. Like it's in my name. It's in. I'm, I literally still live in Ibadan. Like why would I now refuse to speak my language? Or because I want to seem more more educated or more what exposed? I don't know. It was a dark time for me, honestly. It was all those self-esteem problem times that, you know. Then I think, like, what I found, my personal experience of speaking more than one language is that it helps you understand more things. So, there, obviously, we have, like, a lot of bored words in English or in French or in um, Spanish or German or whatever. And even though I don't know Spanish or German that well, like, I just know, like, like a little overview, like, just the surface knowledge of spanish and german but the fact that i know french like helps me know like understand so many other things in english that is so many other words i can't really think of anywhere now can't lie but there's some words that 
are in English that are bought from French or some words in French but from English that some things in Pidgin that I understand better because I speak English well there's some things in Yoruba that help me understand Pidgin even better which is strange but I'm just trying to get across like speaking more than one language exposes you like why would you want to speak just one when you can speak more are you getting this <laughs> but obviously people have people are always going to have arguments against and i didn't want to to be like i'm just coming here and like singing praises of like learning more than one language because it's not easy like learning another language especially when you don't live in the place that speaks it is so hard or if you don't have like a structured setup to learn that language is very very hard if you don't have anyone to practice with to bounce off your pronunciation on it's hard and like the ones online you have to pay and i mean who wants to pay do that thing but honestly i think sometimes those resources are essential like when you're learning another language you have to practice you have to tre- test what you have to test what you're learning with somebody you can't just be in your room learning a language and you think yeah okay even with your native languages in my case, Yoruba, I find like when I don't speak Yoruba for a long time, oh my lord, like I won't, it won't be making sense. Like in my head, I'll know what I want to say and I know the intonation and everything. When it's time to come out, <laughs> it does not sound like Yoruba. We sounded like I'm an evil person speaking Yoruba and that's not it. Even till now, I think like the way I act, the way that I carry myself, a lot of people are surprised that I can speak Yoruba don't believe I can speak Yoruba or are impressed that I can speak Yoruba which are impressions that shouldn't be like why are we as a country surprised when you see a person that's I don't know because I don't want to like say what I think people's perception of me is but let me say like maybe exposed maybe like classy in a way you know like why are you surprised when you can see someone that speaks English well, speak Yoruba well as well. <laughs> like why? Why is it surprising? Why isn't it a normal thing? Why is it like if you speak English more, surely you must be able to speak Yoruba well? Because I know you're not trying to learn somebody else's language without learning your own. Why isn't it like, not like that? You know, there's so many things in in Nigeria that I think we really need to correct. We need to sit down and like go through them and kind of restructure our thinking especially as to language you know there's some there are many like i was saying before like there's so many arguments against so there's stuff like you know people don't need our ethnic languages anymore you know everybody speaks english or pidgin now so Google just learn english and learn it well but the nigerians barely speak english well like a lot of nigerians prioritize accents over proper pronunciation which is something that annoys me so much because why are you saying the tin is that with an accent that doesn't sound american doesn't sound british maybe it could be spanish maybe it could be like the accent of a german person and i just don't get it you know like that's one of the reasons why i was like i can't work in mainstream with you because there is a way especially in this ibadan there is a way they want you to speak on air that's like you if you listen to radio just put on your radio and try to listen to it like 
there is a way they want you to speak and i do not speak like that and i cannot speak like that you know it's so frustrating like why would you think that's the right way to speak english like no just people there are people who speak with a full nigerian accent literally have never left ibadan all their lives but when they speak english you know like this person is educated and i've actually found that people who speak their language their ethnic language really well can often end up speaking english very well but there there is a large number of nigerians who do not speak their ethnic language well because they they're all like oh like it's not you know it makes me like an araoko like that language is for maybe like family it's like when you're in the market or when you want to play with somebody or like when you when you need to hustle, that's when your language is needed. But when you want to now flex, you want to show like, oh yeah, I'm cool, I'm exposed. That's when you bring out the English and your accent will be doing one kind one time. When I went over there, I didn't know. Like, bro, sis, what is that? What is that? What are you doing? What are you doing? It's bad. Please stop it. If you do, don't don't do it again. Okay? Thank you. Then another thing that I've heard Nigerians say is that if you speak your mother tongue often, you will forget how to speak English. And I'm trying to understand the scientific study that these Nigerians have carried out that now makes them know, okay, if I speak my language, if I speak Yoruba a lot, in a boomer, like, <laughs> guys, why? literally that's so not true i can't even lie from the day i committed myself to speaking yoga more my english has gotten better like i'm a living example like i have actually seen my english get better because i'm confident in my yoga i don't know maybe it's a mental thing even my french has gotten better because i'm more confident in my yoga i think like for me it was like since i know how to speak my own it's so easy for me to speak everybody else's own like there's no flex again like i can't speak my own so you cannot use your own to share about me because i know how to speak mine you get and i've been saying you get i hope you guys get because all my talking it will mean nothing if you don't get <laughs> so yeah please get and another thing that i really but me i have been victim to this as well is that people think oh when you speak your mother tongue when you speak your about when you speak you're not cultured or you're an araoko like you didn't go to school whatever i don't think they've seen all these alakoui you know this alakoui mommies and daddies that the daddies are sugar daddy material and the mommies are sugar mommy material and their yoga is so clean and their english as well is so clean like that's such a flex like why would you not want to be like that i don't get it i really don't but i mean to each his own so i'm just going to end this by saying if you don't already speak your mother tongue please go find a way to do that it's so important that we preserve our culture because it would be so sad if more and more nigerian languages go into extinction all because we're pushing our culture away in favor of western culture that doesn't even appreciate or rate us i think that would be so so bad and so sad um 
speaking your mother tongue will not make you forget English. Um, it will definitely not make you seem like an Arauco. If your circle believes that speaking your mother tongue makes you look like a Razite, you need to change your circle. That's it. Um, definitely, like if you can also learn international language, I think that would be really good for like job opportunities and even just exposure because I don't know, like it's just really nice to know that you can go to another country in another continent and completely understand what they're saying. I just think it's really nice. Um, obviously, it's hard to learn an international language, but I think it's easier to learn international language than to learn a Nigerian one because you can get resources online. But with the Nigerian ones, you can't really get resources online, which is actually what I said at the ending of the first episode of my podcast, which if you haven't listened to that and you're listening to this one, please go listen to that one as well because that one was like an introduction to me and everything. So you're going to really need that to understand this one and all the episodes to follow. But yeah, those are my concluding comments. Thank you for listening. Thank you for chilling with me and just, you know, vibing or whatever. Um, And yeah, I will talk to you next week.